Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Podcast Network, powered by Omaha Audio. Cousins out coming to you Wednesday morning. Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. We have babyface Joel Solomon producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, a degenerate trifecta, Harry, brother Bry, Darren the Parlay kid, Darren the Parlay birthday kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Wow. Another birthday parlay, kid. I don't know how you keep doing this. Good job by you. Five, three. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. Yes. 53. Okay, nice. There you go. 53. And- Voice sounds like probably like 83 <laughs> uh, in my vocal cord years, but uh, yeah, at 53. It's all the smoking. You probably wish you hadn't smoked as much, right? And then uh, I never should have. I never. Don't start, kids. Don't yes. start smoking. Don't start. And if you're James Baby Doll Dixon, don't ever stop, please. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, little known fact: Parley Kid was conceived in the parking lot of the Tri Village Little League fields right there in Greenlawn. So it's important, Bry. I don't know if you even knew that as a brother. It's important people appreciate the history. Behind the uh, parlay, I yeah, kid. I didn't know it. I didn't know it. You didn't know. No. Okay, now you know. and everybody else knows. Mikey Meatballs knows. It must be embarrassing. Um, hey, we got a lot of uh, NC. You know what? We have a surprise for you, parlay kid. In a few minutes, we have a uh, the NCAA games, the Thursday games. We're going to go over all the matchups. We're going to pick an East and West region winner. Even though I think we already did that, and we may have been off a little on our our selections, but um, we get to do it again. That's the beauty of this tournament. I do want to mention that uh, World Baseball Classic. I, I've come around on this. I don't know if you guys heard me on extra points, but I really like this tournament. As far as like the every four year events, sports events, I put it right up there. Despite the fact that the U.S. lost to Japan, um, I should have kept my heel streak alive. I, you know, I bet the no buzzer beaters winner um, Japan over U.S. would have been a, a likely way to follow that. But no, I had to go the other way. And the greatest baseball player of the 21st century, Shohei Otani. <laughs> Got Angels teammate Mike Trout on a 3-2 slider. Team Japan wins 3-2 final score. Aaron Judge actually said he wouldn't have been able to hit that pitch in a million years. So that debate is over, (laughs) right, babyface? That's it. We don't have to talk about it anymore. Come on. Stop it. You know USA would have won had Aaron Judge played. This is and this is this is why you have to send a redeem team next year. This is just like the U.S. men's basketball team, and you and now you, we have to send our best. Yes, uh, well, we did, but we sent them to Japan. It was Shohei Otani. I, I, uh, you know, Babyface is sending me all these stats and everything. I was like, oh, you got to see this Otani stat. I'm like, no, you got to see it. He's the best. I keep saying it over and over, but I really do, Parley Kid. I love this tournament. It's not like I made a lot or any money off of it, but the intensity with the matchups is like, it's right up there with the World Series. I mean, just play the World Series now. Why do we have to wait 175 games with playoffs so you can get meaningful outs in March? Did you get to watch? Well, why don't they just have a true World Series then, Sal? Why does the World Series champ go play? Uh, the best uh, teams from the other countries and see who uh, the best, the real best team in the world is then at that point. I don't get too excited about this. I don't get excited about like uh, exhibition sports for the most part. Like right. I, I, this is a little bit more than an exhibition, but uh, you know, we have our best. Uh, then maybe it's a little different. 
Well, but, it's interesting. Yeah, for sure. Um, but the players didn't treat it. At least most of the other countries' players don't. All the other countries' players don't treat it as an exhibition. This is it for them. This is the even though they're not getting paid. I, I know it's no, tough. I get all that. The, I do get that. I respect and, the tournament. It yeah. was seemed like the fans, especially the international fans, were really into it. So yeah. I respect for that. I just for me, it's not my cup of tea. It's just not my cup of tea. All right, Harry, did you yeah. watch it at all? Yeah, I watch. Listen, I, Sal, you're right about Otani. I mean, can we put to bed that maybe that uh, Trout is people want to make him the greatest baseball player out there? I mean, he, you could have given him ten. I, I would have bet. I would have bet Otani's going to strike him out at minus five hundred after that first pitch. Trout on Trout. I, this is amazing. <laughs> well, uh, well, well, of course, uh, of course, Aaron's going to take it too Trout far. Ten, you could have given Trout ten strikes. Okay. And he would have right. missed every single pitch last night. Maybe he was a like, fool last night at the plate. Wow. <laughs> I, I think he only swung and missed three times, uh, uh, 12 times all last year, Bri, or something like that. Uh, and one at bat swung and missed three times. And uh, he did make him look foolish. But uh, let's not get too crazy here with well, the trout sucks stuff. I mean, you got to blame the coaching. I didn't say sucks. I said not the best player in the baseball. That's all. <laughs> You got to blame the coaching, is what I say uh, for the uh, U.S. team, Bry. Did Alonzo get one hit in this whole I'm thing? I'm not even sure he played. Did he play? Bat, he didn't bat. I think he had yeah. seven at bats in the whole thing. Do you, <laughs> do you think it would be better though to do it like if you're going to do it like every four years, like after the World Series at, instead of before the regular season, so the injuries aren't you know. I think you get even fewer participants there if mm. you if it's after after yeah. the season. I don't know. I'm not sure how that works, yeah. but there, there's a reason for it. Brian, what were your thoughts real quick? No, it's funny. I, I only watched bits and pieces of it. I mean, I, I watched some of the main games. I felt like once they got into the actual playoff, then it started getting really mm -hmm. fun. I mean, it definitely is fun for these other countries. I mean, mm -hmm. the, the crowds are insane. It, it is a really good idea for overall for baseball, just because everything about baseball yeah. is negative over the last right. 10 years. So I do, I do like that part of it. I do appreciate actually a lot of the, a lot of the American players actually played in it. I'm actually surprised how many did participate. Um, we probably needed some more pitchers in that probably too. Uh, yeah. Our, our pitching staff right. wasn't well, great, but it, it was I just, a good show some excitement. Yeah. Aside from the fans, it reminds me of the Ryder cup, like these golfers yeah. we bet on all the time and yeah. they win tournaments and you don't see any reaction. Then they're going yeah. nuts. They're pumping their fists. And so, I don't know. It was just something uh, nice to see about baseball. All right. Listen, the parlay kid surprises here. So let's, uh, Let's bring him in right now. All right, let's. Here he is. Let's bring in Darren's birthday surprise coming to us from a place very <laughs> special to the Parlay Kid's heart, and yes. also his tax donations. A man who can provide his own drum roll. University of Dayton pep band director, Doctor Willie Morris. What's happening? Hey guys, yes. how's everything? <laughs> how's this? It's great yes. to be here. <laughs> it's great right. to have you. Yeah, look at look how excited you are, Parlay Kid. Uh, Dr. Morris, uh, I, I have to tell you, before we get to the Parlay Kid, uh, a University of Dayton grad, uh, and aside from Coach Musselman running around the court in the nude, the Dayton pep band, I have to say, is the best story of the tournament. I mean, you guys stepped up and sat in for Fairleigh Dickinson, who didn't have a band, right? They didn't have a band. It's not like you tied them up and confined them to the locker room so <laughs> you guys could shine, right? <laughs> <laughs> but tell us how this happened. Well, um, Jason Young, the senior AD, one of the senior ADs, he happened to call me and uh, said, uh, we understand you're the guy to call if we need a band. And I said, yep, I'm that guy. So what are you looking for? They had just they had just won their conference tournament. Actually, they didn't win their conference tournament. Right. Mary Mack, the school that's in that tournament, won the 
won the tournament, but mm-hmm. Mary Mack's ineligible because because uh, they have uh, a band. They're, yeah, they're coming from Division Two <laughs> to Division One, so they, they kind of have a probationary period. So Fairly right. Dickinson was the, uh, the the second runner up, so to speak, and uh, they knew they were coming, and they knew that they'd be in the first four. So he called six or seven days before the first four started and said, uh, uh, "We're coming to Dayton. We'd like you guys to be our band." And I said, "Of course, we can make that happen." My my concern. I thought we would also the Dayton Flyers would also. Yeah, NCAA right. tournament or the NIT. And uh, once they got here, I found out that we played for them in 2019 when they were here uh, for the uh, for the first four uh, mm-hmm. tournaments. So, uh, of course, we thought we were going to win our tournament. I found a, a friend, a graduate from University of Dayton here in the music department and his band, Carlisle High School. They they sub most of his students and some of mine. They sub for us on, on nice. the first round of the of the first four. So that's how we got we got tied into that. And so, yeah, your school Dayton did not make the, uh, did not make the tournament. And they said, <laughs> screw it. We don't want to play any basketball anymore. They turned down any uh, invitation to the NIT <laughs> or the other uh, 17 postseason tournaments that are going on. But I feel like, so then you guys go and play for fairly Dickinson. And I feel like you inspired their incredible win over top seed Purdue. What do you think? Did, did the coaches oh, or any well, of the players now, thank you? Know, I'm going to have to tell you, I, I feel the same exact way. And uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> even even their senior AD, Jason Young, came up and said, uh, you know, you guys must be our lucky charm because every time you've played for us, we've won. So, uh, right. And the, the students in the they certainly believe that as well. You know, we we had to learn that fight song, which they had never even heard in the history of the school. They had someone write their fight song for them, but no one was there to play it. So I got the, <laughs> they sent me the score. I had it arranged <laughs> and uh, extracted from the score and for the first time. Beautiful. So now they won and then you played again uh, in the second round and that didn't go as well, but was still, still a, a monumental uh, upset there over Purdue. Do you feel worried? Are you worried though, that some of your own band members are now going to enter the transfer portal as so many athletes do? <laughs> 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 They can, mm. they can recruit us and we'll, we'll come that way. We call, we've done it for a lot of different schools since we've doing, nice. been doing the first four. So, uh, you know, we're all, we're, we're the mercenary flyer pet band. We'll, we'll go where the job is. I love it. I love it. Okay. Now, Parlay Kid, this is a nice surprise for you, right? You didn't expect the band leader. For yeah, your yeah it's University. a very nice surprise. Uh, Willie, uh, Dr. Morris, uh, <laughs> class of 92. It seems that you got to Dayton in 93, uh, about 30 years ago. So I, I just missed you, but uh, I could say, and you could vouch for this, the Dayton fans are the best fans in the country. Am I correct? There is no doubt about that. The best basketball fans in the country. And by Dayton not making the tournament this year, does would the band have traveled to the tournament sites wherever uh, the team was going to be? Yes. Is that something that's in the budget? So so they kind of screwed you guys by not uh, making the tournament, I guess. Huh? Yeah, yeah. We, we were disappointed. We were, we were looking forward to being continued to cheer on our Flyers. Well, well, we thought this year was supposed to be a big time year for the Flyers. So I, I was very disappointed, I must say. And I see that we already did today. I got some news. One of the players entered the transfer portal. Uh, so I'm sad to hear that. Yeah. But uh, we'll be back. We'll be back. Anthony Grant is a good coach. He's a little bit maligned but seems like to be a great guy do you know uh coach grant personally yes yes we we, uh, we speak often 
Uh, and uh, we know of each other. And and uh, he's a great, you're right, he's a great coach. He's going to get the right players under him, and, and off we go. We're going to do, the Flyers are going to be uh, in the dance. I have no doubt about that. There you so go. I look forward to uh, visiting the arena soon and watching that band play. Great work. We're very proud of you. Uh, well, like you said, on. you guys we're, are the leaders of that goodbye best just yet. Yeah, yeah, in the country. Hold on. Uh, I, my I time do. is up, I think. Oh, oh, okay. Your time is up. Well, you know, I, now here's the thing, uh, Dr. Morris. I want now the parlay kid didn't play any instruments in high school or college. He considered that all beneath him, but you didn't, <laughs> thank God. And so you're a renowned saxophone player, correct? I am. Okay, it would be great to put a cherry on the uh, Obi Toppin for the Parlay Kid's birthday. Would you mind playing him a little birthday tribute right now, if you could? Here's a little happy birthday song for you right here. All right. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. I think I got a tear in my eye. I right was just now. gonna say you're crying. It doesn't it takes yeah. a lot to bring the parlay kid to that tears, was, but you did it, Dr. That's Morris. Emotional. Well my th- gosh. Thank you so much. And oh, you uh, are indeed par- welcome. Yes, Parley Kid is going to make a nice, uh, sizable donation now to the uh, for the percussion section of the band. So, uh, <laughs> um, thanks again, Dr. Willie Morris, and say hello to the Dayton Pep Band. By the way, they are the official pep band of the Extra Points Podcast Network. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, I appreciate that. All right. Thanks again, Dr. <laughs> yes, thanks. Thank you, guys. All right. Thanks, Dr. Morris. Yes, sir. Thank you. That was great. All right. There you go, Parlay Kid. Very nice. I was excited. That was, guys, that was very touching. I appreciate that. That was nice. Yeah. That's, very that's nice, Steve. That was nice. That's the best thing that's going to happen by far on my birthday today. By Is far. it really? Wow. Well, yeah. I, I, yeah. I hope not. I, I thought he was good. I think he did a nice job. Uh, Parlay Kid, though, I'll, yeah, I mean, I, uh, uh, Babyface, you and I cooked that up at what, like eight o'clock last night? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Look, I mean, we it was either that or a hundred dollar gift card to friendlies, and we figured, ah, he's had enough. <laughs> <laughs> there are no more friendlies. All right, listen. No, that- I, I tell you what, Doctor Morris, that they, you know, honestly, he's right that those that Dayton band is always dynamite and yeah, uh, class act. The Dayton is just a class act school, Harry. Yeah, awesome, awesome. <laughs> it's good. too bad the basketball program doesn't match. What everything else about it is really, right. it's a shame. Right. Mm. All right. Well, let's talk about these basketball games. There are four on Thursday. Um, you know, I was with Tate Frazier on uh, one shining podcast yesterday and Harry, by the way, he said people are reaching out to him on social media saying, come get your boy, Harry, in regards to this coach painter slander, you went out there and you said, coach painter sucks. And parlay kid said he yep. was great. And you wanted mm-hmm. to, I don't know. You wanted an apology for parlay kid. And he's like, he said, find the audio where uh, I said he was great. Have you found that audio? I'm not sure. I, I haven't found it yet, but it's going to take some time. I told you it's going to take some time. I'm yeah. looking, I'm looking. I feel like OJ is searching for the real killer. You have not I, looked I yet. You have not looked yet. I have right. looked. I've, li- I've listened to two pods, Brian. <laughs> and also, I forgot to mention the other day, just wanted to throw in there, aside from all the whatever, that Fairleigh Dickinson 
won a total of four games last year. So throw that in there too. It's a huge upset. There's no question about it. There's no, I don't know how you want to get but it. As how, was how the much? year before with St. Peter's, as was the year before with North Texas. I think when you have hmm. a force as the Dayton pep band behind you, I think everything's all, you might as well get Good point. point spread out of there. It doesn't really matter. That's yeah, I was trying like to figure out. Spread, right? Yeah, I was thinking about why Harry hates coaches so much. And I was like, is it possible? And maybe we shouldn't even say this aloud in, in public, but were you like fondled by your snow angel making coach in Oswego? And that's, I mean, could that be it, Brian? That's why he never finished a sport in any any of these uh, 17 <laughs> um, sports. He never got a letter. Like Jay Wright's a, a great coach. Upstate. You, Jay Wright. Uh, it's definitely possible from where, from Oswego. Or, or, or right. I mean, exactly. he, he right. did well, defend Bernie Fine for many years. Sorry. Listen, yes, Whatever. that's true. Not, not that's convicted true. of anything. By the way, uh, but, but Jay Wright, Jay Wright's great coach. How about another one I forgot in the NFL when we're going over NFL stuff? Joe Gibbs, three Super Bowls in 10 years with three different quarterbacks. Great coach. Okay. I like a couple. I like a couple. All right. He likes two. Co- All right. So two coaches like were Landry. able to break through. It was a hell of a coach. That's great. That's great. Landry, great. Jimmy Johnson, not great, though. Jimmy Johnson, Jimmy Johnson was great, no doubt. Oh wow, wow, Parley, no we've, doubt. Like, double, we've doubled the Jerry, list already. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Jones screwed him. No okay, doubt. all right, there you go. Let's that go. Switcher uh, team was his team. Let's go over these uh, games here Thursday. Right, Enough Dave? nonsense there. Michigan yeah. State, Kansas State, uh, two. Wow, I w- I don't know. I, I think we were all surprised that the uh, higher ranked or you know the lower ranked Michigan State Spartans were favored by two over Kansas State. One thirty seven and a half is the over under. I, I feel like we overcorrected this Tom Izzo influence thing. He is better in between rounds one and two, and in between rounds three and four. Historically, I feel like this break maybe hurt them a little bit. Um, the Wildcats have scored 75 or more in the two games. Michigan state allowed only 62, haven't allowed more than 62. So it's a clash. You're going to see all these matchups are this right high flying offense against stellar defense, but I'm going with Marquez Noel. I know Harry likes him uh, a little bit for a prop there, 44 points and 23 assists in two games. You have to love the guard play. You also have to love the fact that Michigan state one in six against the spread in their last seven against big 12 opponents while Kansas state, Wildcats five and one in the last six against the number versus uh, Big Ten opponents. I like this coach Tang. I have a good feeling about this guy making a run. He puts a dagger through the essence of the Big Ten, which has been terrible uh, aside from this Michigan State run. 71 63 parlay kid. Uh, what do you say, birthday boy? You're with me. On I, this? So I'm right here with you. And I think the reason why the Big Ten struggles for the most part in this tournament is because they just don't get the athletes that some of these other conferences get. They, they, they're more of grinded out teams. Listen, Izzo's a great coach. I hate going against Izzo. Absolutely hate it. Oh, no, Guard Izzo's Dick- a great coach. Oh, now. Oh, wow. All right. Mark that, oh, he's the, mark he that is, baby he, face. Uh, mark he that. Is a, he, I, you, I'm going on record as saying Izzo is a great coach. Harry, do a you even agree with that? Coach. I wonder. And uh, it's been 21 years since he won his only title. But Stella, yeah, he's a good coach. Okay. <laughs> so, this, he is a great coach. Okay. So the guard play dictates this matchup. It's going to be an interesting matchup, too, because there's some of the uh, top players here are right from New York City itself. And we're yeah. going to see players from mm-hmm. uh, the top players from Michigan State and Kansas State uh, battling it out on their home turf. A lot of fun here. I just think Kansas State right now is peaking at the right time. Not that Michigan State isn't. Kansas State a little bit too athletic for Michigan State. They get the job done here. So I'll take them on the money line. 
Yeah. Right. Joey Hauser. I strike him as a player. I don't know. And you've never mentioned him to me. I don't think I strike him as a player who annoys you. Um, he does. No, he does. Okay, no, good. he does. Like if I, <laughs> if I go against Michigan state and he has a big game, uh, he annoys me. If I go, if I take, I will say every time I've taken Michigan state, Hauser has not had a good game over the last few years. Right. And it's very possible. Hauser's also like 27 years old. I, I don't even know. I don't know his age, but it's very possible. He, he's that old <laughs> for this team. Okay. Yeah, it uh, might be. But you're going with another player prop, right? Yeah, from Michigan State. yeah I'm going to take Tyson Walker over 14 and a half. Uh, he was huge in the game versus Marquette. He, he went for 23. He'll need another big game here for Michigan State to have a chance to win in this one. But he's had 15 or more in five of his last seven. In non-conference games earlier in the year, he had some big games, especially against the likes of like Alabama. So I, I look for him to be the guy. How, like, yeah, Hauser's a little... I don't know. He's a little too unreliable. I feel like for me, offensively, I was looking at his numbers, which are kind of, it's comparable mm-hmm. to Walker, but yeah, I liked Walker a little bit more because he'll have the ball in his hands. Uh, and I, I think this is the type of game. Well, there should be a decent amount of offense in this game. I was actually, you know, the one thirty-seven and a half maybe seems high, but I think it could go a little bit over here, but I'm going to say Walker. Yeah. Walker gets to like 16, 17, this one. Yeah, I feel like with the and you know we'll go through it. Like I said, high power offense versus uh, shutdown defenses. Take your pick. I, I think the over unders are going to be off by ten points yeah. one way or the other, and in, in a couple or three of these games. So yep. uh, Harry, I mentioned Marquez Knowles been a, a stud in the first couple of rounds. Really has, and I'm going to go over six assists minus one ten with him. Look, no fear in this guy. The game against Kentucky, yeah. he's going between his legs, behind his back, no look passes. And I know Izzo's and the squad can do their best to slow the game down, but Noel still had nine assists versus Kentucky and 14 in his first round game against Montana state. And it's actually recorded, forget about six. He's had eight or more in six of his last seven games I'm going over six against Michigan state. All right. Next game, UConn uh, minus four, <coughs> one forty versus Arkansas. I'm worried in this one. I don't know. Is Coach Musselman uh, playing strip basketball here? The shirt comes off. He upsets UConn. Then who knows? Maybe the the testicles are bouncing off the floor at T-Mobile Arena. I don't know what's going on. But um, it is weird to think that UConn, I'm reading the line here, Harry, something I know you like to do. UConn, a bigger favorite over the Razorbacks than number one seed Kansas was. Now, we saw how that went. Arkansas won the game. So, why is UConn minus yeah. four? Kansas was three and a half. I don't know. This UConn team is interesting. They had a crazy up and down season, right? They won their first 14 uh, amongst those. We, they thrash Alabama, the overall one seed, and then they lose six of eight. I think they're barely sniffing the top 25 after that. Now they're back to defense, uh, December form. Um, these guys are shooters. I think they have four different guys who put up 100 threes this year. Jordan Hawkins has 90, made 95, Alex Karabin 61, and Sanago uh, in the middle, 6'9". Uh, not, not a huge guy, but presents matchup difficulties for this Arkansas team. I trust the senior guard, Tristan Newton. He's going to go against Anthony Black, who is uh, uh, more trouble matching up, especially with a back injury. Again, fishy line. I'm tossing the fish back in the pond. UConn 73, Razorbacks 61. Parley kid, you're going against me here, huh? Yeah, it might be the only one here, maybe, Sal. Taking, I'll take Arkansas just straight up on the money line uh, in this game. I, this is a very intriguing matchup, and these really are all great matchups I yeah. think we're, we're going to see uh, the next couple of days. So really fun. I really love the coaching matchup here. I love Hurley versus Musselman. 
Uh, and I don't know where the edge goes uh, to this. I know some people don't like Musselman's theatrics, but I think his team plays loose and they play hard. I think that might be the difference in this game uh, for this team. Arkansas started off the season uh, playing some great basketball. Then really from uh, one of the, I actually think from the beginning to about midpoint to the season, they were one of the top five or 10 teams in college basketball struggled from halfway point to the end of the season. Uh, but now we've sound seemed to find their early season stride again and their early season swagger here. They got three pro prospects yeah. on this team. I think the, uh, you know, the talent is rising to the top here. And I think the talent and uh, the enthusiasm that this team plays with gets it done, taking Arkansas on the money line here. Sal. Harry, we talked to, we were in Vegas. We saw Vegas, Henderson native, Todd Furman, my former uh, lock it in co-host there. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, he was at war with Musselman. Remember a few years ago? I forgot Definitely. what he said. Yes. I forgot what he said. And then Musselman like went after him and they posted his, his, him talking about Musselman. It was crazy. And then I got Furman uh, cameo from Musselman without Musselman knowing it all, it all, <laughs> all nonsensical. But anyway, yeah, you should praise uh, Coach Killer at least in that instance, Todd Furman for uh, standing up to Musselman and then backing right down like a little girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but, uh, but uh, yeah, Todd did love, but he did like uh, Arkansas like what against does. Kansas. He, he yeah. told us he liked it. And I, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with UConn with you, Sal, too. I think Hurley's done a tremendous job with this. Uh, Dan Hurley's done a tremendous job with this team. Six eleven career winning percentage. The last nine wins, UConn, the last nine wins, eight of them by nine points or more, which includes both tournament games by double digits. You mentioned Sanago, Sal, Adama Sanago. He's averaging 26 and 11 in the tournament. Definitely presents problems inside for Arkansas. Guy clogs up the middle. And Arkansas, I think I mentioned to you two last week, Sal. Arkansas, very fortunate in their win um, against Kansas. Uh, They shot only 41% when Kansas shot 48%. Uh, only shot 20% from three. Kansas was 39%. Still somehow Kansas lost that game. Again, the Razorbacks, very fortunate. I think UConn is a stronger team, especially what you saw in the second half against St. Mary's. They totally dominated that second half, especially in the middle. I like UConn to go win this one going away. All right. There you go. Brother Bry. God bless you. Another player prop. Here. Yeah. Another player prop. Figure it, change it up. I do like Arkansas getting three and a half though. Just something about them at this time of year. Um, yeah. Uh, but I yeah. mean, this would be three straight grade eight appearances, yeah. right, for Musselman? Yeah, I, I mean, it's yeah. hard to go against Musselman at this point. Um, but yeah, I'm taking Nick Smith Jr. Even though I'm taking, a, even though I have Arkansas getting the points, I'm taking Nick Smith Jr. from Arkansas under 12 and a half points. You know, when Parley Kid was talking about pro po- prospects, um, he he's one of the guys here, um, and this yep. has a chance to backfire on me because he is a really good prospect, but he's just he battled injuries all year long. He struggled so far in the tournament. He's gone two of 14 from the field. He's eight of 34 over his last three games from the field. But uh, he struggled so much in that Kansas game that Musselman actually benched him in the second half. Mm-hmm. He, he didn't even play him in the second half. So uh, it's po- you know it's possible if he starts off rough again in this type of game, um, again, a different environment here. Um, you know, 12 and a half, I think, to me, is a little bit too high for a guy who's had six points in the last uh, two games. So... I'm going under 12 and a half. I love these games. I love these for the first two, right? Thursday. Yeah. What mm-hmm. is, I did these in order, right? Three, six 30 and seven 15 tips. So they'll overlap. Yep. And then the uh, two night games. Yep. We'll get to those uh, after a quick break and uh, give Caesar some love. 
Caesar Sportsbook. It's not just an app. It's a whole empire. Iconic casinos, hotels, world-class restaurants. It's all yours with Caesar's rewards because every bet you place, win or lose, earns reward credits, which you can redeem for hotel stays at over 50 destinations, meals, tickets, merch, bonuses, and more. Get started today. Create an account with promo code OmahaFull. O-M-A-H-A-F-U-L-L. If you have a gambling problem in Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier, City, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, which is 1-800-426-2537. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Babyface with news on the cameo front. Uh, Coach Musselman, is this true, Babyface? What are you saying? Yeah, I looked at the uh, receipt, and he has not changed his price in two years. So good job by you, Coach Musk. Wow. Keeping it, you know. Wow. No, nice. I wonder. No he inflation. might just be someone. He might not have done one since the Todd Furman one. <laughs> so <laughs> just may not have checked his account. All right, so this is now Thursday evening. Tennessee, five-and-a-half-point favorite. 130-and-a-half is the over-under. Florida Atlantic. Uh, basically, this is um, – a bunch of bully seniors versus flashy sophomores. And I'm going with the young guns here. It's a, I think they have a little destiny on their side. They beat Memphis. We talked about it the other day in a ridiculous ending. Then they draw fairly Dickinson miraculously. Um, some might say they're lucky, but I feel like there's always a team like this that survives two rounds oh. later than they should. And FAU's built like a team that could get hot and not look back. They're top 15 in the nation in three-point attempts. You could look up and the score will be 32-20. Be like, oh, what the hell happened? Now, Tennessee was crazy physical against Deuce. Crazy physical. I don't know if the refs are going to call this or let it go or if this gets in the way in, in everybody's head, but they do... They do fail to score a lot of points. They really do. Uh, I think they revert back to pre-turn Evals, who struggled to score without Ziegler at the point guard position. They barely top 200 in scoring without him. Uh, Owls can hang one and one in the SEC against SEC teams. They beat Florida this year. You know, I think it's a little bit high scoring game than Rick Barnes is used to 70 to 67 final. Take the five and a half. Parley kid, you're with me. 
No, you know, Sal, I'm changing my mind here, Sal. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm changing your, my it's mind. It's your birthday. We'll wow. let you do it just this yeah, once. Yeah, I'm changing my mind. You know, um, what did I say that that made you go the other way? No, you know what? Everything you said, uh, you know, I I'm not going to argue it. Um, right. But here's here's the factor to me, right? FAU uh, shoots a lot of threes. Mm-hmm. That's their game. Tennessee is the best team in the country at defending the three. Right. Especially now, as you said, losing Ziggler, you thought would have really hurt this team, but it's not, especially now that they're starting four guys or they're putting four guys who get major playing time on their court, six, six or above. Their length is tremendous. Mm-hmm. So uh, they're going to really shut down this FAU offense. I think they're going to present problems. They're going to keep being physical. FAU, let's face it, Sal, they've been very fortunate to get by Memphis. They draw Fairleigh Dickinson, which Fairleigh Dickinson closed the gap on them, too. They almost could have won that game. This is a team with a great record, but it's just not at the level of a Tennessee. Tennessee's height and length, especially, and their defensive intensity win this game. Tennessee pulls away late. Mm. FAU will hang around for a while. The physicality will get to them. Eventually, Tennessee wins this game by eight-plus points, just pulling away in the last, like, 10 minutes of that game. Mm. You know, I kind of feel the Dayton pep band should play for FAU, like whoever, and just keep going. If FAU loses, then they play for Tennessee. If FAU continues, they play for FAU, Man. right? I mean, that should yeah, be the that deal. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, that they're would be the fantastic. band of this tournament. All right, Harry, <laughs> are you changing your mind also, or you had Florida Atlantic? No, I'm with you, Sal. I'm, I'm going to take the Owls. I don't think they're going to back down to the Vols. Um, Tennessee, it's a dog. Is uh, is good like they were against Duke, but I just don't like them. Uh, I just don't like them as a favorite. I don't think they're very good as a favorite. Um, and FAU just three losses all season. Uh, Tennessee to close the regular season and in the SEC tournament last twelve games was five and seven overall. And for FAU, John L. Davis he scored eighteen points. He's the key here. Eighteen points or more in three of his last four games. Had twenty nine against FDU. I think FAU hangs. Yeah, I'm, I, you know, this might just be a buy a Clay Travis bias, but I also bet Tennessee a lot this year. I was probably owing one and four, one and five uh, betting them this year. So uh, I don't know. Maybe take me out of the equation. Brother Bry, again, player prop. Yeah, I think this kind of a prop like this kind of has to happen for what I'm talking about. To yeah, I will say, look, if, if Tennessee uh, makes it to the final four, we are probably all screwed. Um, mm-hmm. Dollar wise. Right. I mean, just oh, yeah. they've, they've yeah, already yeah. cost us. Yeah. You and I had, you know. Duke advancing, Tennessee oh, not. Stop. This is just, I know, we just keep going against oh, them here. I'll have Michigan State or Kansas State against them for sure. <laughs> no, a, no question. That's what I'm that's saying. A, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm yeah. taking uh, Santiago Viscovi over two and a half threes uh, for Tennessee here. They don't, they don't, have, you know, not a ton of scoring options for this team. I feel like it's a different guy kind of every game. But Viscovi has been great for Tennessee from three and he'll shoot it plenty. Mm. He's had three or more threes in 10 of his last 12 games. Um, you know, there's also, you know, there's also the possibility he could, you know, get hot and hit four or five, maybe even more. Uh, but I thought three, three is a good number for him because that's he's been pretty consistent with that all season long. All right. And in the nightcap, this is the one everyone's been waiting for. UCLA, one and a half point favorite over Gonzaga. Fun one. The two versus three, 145 and a half is the over. Hey, we're racing a 10 with this game. We're going to do this. This is what? So this is a this is a 945 Eastern tip, 
And then we're going to 1030. We're going to do a podcast. Uh, this game will still be playing, but we're racing to 10. Parley kid, it's your birthday. Normally I would let brother Bry pick, but he also has um, the team that I don't like. So uh, we're going to let you pick. Uh, the race that's, to a, 10. that's a mistake. Nice. Sal. I Is should it? not be picking this. Yeah. Well, Again, I can bring Doctor Doctor Morris I will back say, on. He could pick it. I will say, yeah. even though I like, um, even though I like, uh, I'll I'll say I like the Zags here, but I do like UCLA first ten. All right, Paulie kid, you want to make it official? UCLA first to ten. I was. I, that's who I was going to ride with. UCLA first ten. All so right. at least I know I got Brother Bryce backing there on you that. Go. So all right, bam. Well, talk us through it. I'll I'll give you my uh, my backup info for uh, UCLA, but I I do like them to win this convincingly. What do you think, Parley Kid? Yeah, uh, you know this is an interesting pick for me because I feel bad about this because on our contest I had the Zags right uh, somehow winning this game, even though I've been with UCLA. I feel like since the tournament started, uh, I think I made those picks a little too early before I had time to think about it. Now. Uh, Looking back, I'm a big uh, Mick Cronin fan, Sal. I don't know how mm-hmm. many of them are out there. Maybe yep. it's because he's got no, he's got no hair like me. Maybe I got a little soft spot mm-hmm. for him. But I think he's a heck of a coach. And of course, we know we know uh, Gonzaga's coaching staff is is unbelievably uh, good too. Um, this feels does this feel like I feel like this feels like a Final Four matchup to me, like Gonzaga UCLA. I think well, this is like such a yeah. big game. Uh, in a in a Sweet 16 matchup here, it's I, I feel like this game should be for a bigger stage, like a Final Four. Uh, I think these two teams are amongst the elite. Maybe uh, they'll cut basketball. down the nets. What a what a move that would be if, um, I, if they did yeah. cut down the nets after this one. 2021. Boy, boy, it's a shame that one of these teams has to go home after yeah. this game. Really, that's how right. I look at it. I think UCLA. Uh, with uh, Tiger Campbell playing the point, he just very efficient. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't have to score. He gets his teammates involved. Uh, I just think uh, UCLA is just a slightly again. When we talk about athletes, I think they got one or two more athletes than this than this Zags team. I hate to see the Zags go. Fortunately, if the Zags do win, I got them in our contest. Which, <laughs> but uh, uh, I don't want that this. to happen. It's this is a total Harry move, move. and I'm being very transparent. Jesus. Um, but that's why I've been transparent from the beginning about it. That's not a Harry I, it's, move, uh, right? That part uh, of it is yes. not. Yes, I'm being yeah. transparent. Good I messed you. up there uh, on my picks, but <laughs> no regrets. Well, UCLA though, I'm rooting for the UCLA. Yeah, it'll be a all fun the way. That, that's my team. This this one. That's all I'm going for. So you should be rooting for UCLA too. Sal. They're right oh, in your no. backyard. They're oh, right in yeah. your backyard. They're a little further. My backyard is small, but yeah, they're a little back uh, back there a little. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, I jumped the gun a little bit. I, I jumped on Damashek's nonsense with the blue bloods and maybe UCLA should be banished, but they actually have done. They 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 can't be banished from the blue blood group. The original. We're trying to figure out if it's a five or sixteen blue bloods. Bright. What do you? I, I talked about it with Tate yesterday. You go Duke, North Carolina, uh, Kentucky, Kentucky, and UCLA, and who are we missing? Who's the Kansas? Fifth? Kansas. Kansas. Are those the? Is that the top tier blue blood group? Right. And then you got Michigan State, Indiana, and Gonzaga in the second. I mean, I, I was yeah, that sounds right. Saying, that sounds right. I was saying Gonzaga should be able to strip UCLA of their blue blood if they win this game. But mm. UCLA made the Final Four in four of the last sixteen years. They made the Grade eight and the Sweet Sixteen, a bunch in there. I, I, I they've done better than we think. Um, well, yeah, well, they had that it, bad, they had that bad yeah. stretch, right? In between, right? Probably like sometime between like 
Westbrook being on the team and then like, right. Yeah. Probably about 12 years yeah, ago, yeah. 10, 12 years. Yeah. Right in there. But uh, as Harry mentioned, 93, 90 barn burner a couple of years ago in the final yeah. four. Now, a couple of those guys are back. Hawkes and Campbell, right? They remember yeah. this Gonzaga yeah. team is not as good as that. I know they have Drew Timmy, but, uh, and again, high octane offense. I think uh, Gonzaga's 34th in pace versus UCLA 253rd. Uh, right. The over-under is 145 and a half. Only Texas Xavier is higher. But TCU put up 81 versus the Zags. I think there's going to be a lot of scoring chances for the Bruins. They've only allowed yeah. uh, two of the last 10 teams to score over 70 yeah. points. That defense is great. Bailey and Campbell, very handsy. Uh, Haquez had five f- yeah. steals and a half. Uh, I also, I don't know if you could bet this, but Drew Timmy in foul trouble. Look for him. 12-38 left in the first half. He'll mm. have a second Foul. I'm going UCLA. It's a small favorite. They're 20 and 12. They win this comfortably 84 71. All right, Brian, let's hear about you. Well, now. I, I think this, the, you bring up some points here. I, I, I think this is part of the problem, right? Which makes it so difficult with the UCLA team. Uh, we don't know how, how the officials are going to be calling this game. Same with Tennessee, right? If they call a tight game, it's right. bad for UCLA. It's bad for Tennessee. I kind of feel like the opposite too. I, I I could see Timmy getting some of their guys in foul trouble as well. Hmm. But um, yeah, I'm going to take the Zags plus two. I I do think like we were talking about in race to ten. I do think they get off this poor start, which they've been for a while now. They they struggled early on in these games in the first two in the tournament. Um, but then they've played. They've had stretches where they played really well after it. So I do think UCLA is up early. Gonzaga makes a run. But this Gonzaga team again, they've won 11 straight. They are a veteran team along with UCLA, right? A lot of old guys on these teams. It's possible the Pac-12 is a little overrated when we look back at this. I mean, obviously that Arizona team we thought was really good, but Pac-12 right. in general. Um, but both teams. It's funny you look back at their performances out of conference. And, and both teams struggled a little bit. The one thing I will say is Gonzaga had that big win um, over Alabama here. So I'm going to take Gonzaga. They, and they've also, you could tell me they've been terrible against the spread um, in the tournament mm-hmm. for the last couple of years. But um, I think, yeah. you know, I, it's funny though. I could see this game playing out anyway. I think this is likely going over, even though UCLA's defense, but I, I feel like the range of scoring in this game is anywhere from like, 130 to 190. Like I, mm-hmm. there, this could be high, real high scoring too, but Gonzaga, yeah, well, that's Gonzaga what I'm saying over unders. Yeah. Like you're, you you're said, get, if you, if you bet adjusted over unders in these <laughs> games and you know, you get the right side, obviously that's the key to get the right side, but you could, you get some plus yeah, 180s plus sure. two twenty. Tough one. This there. is a real tough though. I'm looking forward to this game though, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Babyface, What do you think of this game? I mean, it, I, I'm with you guys. I think it could be Timmy time da- uh, late in the second mm-hmm. half, and that's kind of when uh, UCLA could be in trouble. But speaking of Drew Timmy, I, I don't know who's in first with right now, but cap of consequences, that could be a good cap of consequences, a Drew Timmy mustache you have to have for, for a month maybe. Oh, interesting. I, I don't know. Interesting indeed. Just a thought. Huh. Just a thought. I could see yeah. Bry having to – go to meetings with this mustache. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. it's possible. Yeah. Oh. I like it. I like it. Brian like going oh. to meetings. Right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Harry's Harry goes to a lot of meetings. Oh, so you yeah. can see why you'd be upset. Yeah, um, this guy, this yeah, guy, I, Harry, the guy who can't even look up a podcast to, to find some stuff. I know. Right. Joel, I think it was June of 2019. <laughs> Check it out. Uh, 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 
Hey, I'll say this. Another thing. Drew Timmy's mother, Megan Timmy, has been uh, they show her a lot in the crowd. She's uh, pretty big on social media and the Megans want her on their podcast because we can never have enough Megans. We wanted another a third Megan. And I uh, I, so I DM Megan Timmy and I look like this creepy stalker and she's not getting back. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Nothing. Just crickets. See that baby wow. face? I didn't even tell you about that. That should have been a detail. She probably I, uh, doesn't. You she probably doesn't want to jinx her son or something. That might be it. All right. Yeah. Well, we could have her um, yeah. Friday after he's lost, after they're done <laughs> out of the tournament. Uh, Harry, you have a uh, you have Drew Timmy over eighteen. Have I looked at this? Yeah. Um, his numbers, uh, not obviously over the last two games, but really right around 18, 17, 17 in that in uh in their the WCC tournament, right? True, right, but it, it just in big games, he shows up. I mean, he averaged 21 this season. You mentioned 21 versus GCU, 28 versus TCU. He had 25 points or more in the Zags' three NCAA tournament games last year. And in 2021, in four of his last five tournament games there, 22 or more, which includes, we just mentioned, the Final Four game against UCLA, where he had 25 as a big game here, over 18 and a half. Yeah, I'm looking at the big games. Texas 18, Kentucky 22, Baylor 9, Bama 29. I got that. That was a crazy game. That was 100 to 90. Mm -hmm. So looking at the game right. right there. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. All right, let's take a break and then we're going to repick our West and East uh, regionals uh, when we return. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, I'll make this quick. In the West, I really feel like it's either UCLA. Man, I, it, 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 this is tough. And we, we, from the beginning, I said the West was the toughest, and that was before any uh, upsets, yes. right? And so, but even if they yep. go against UConn, Arkansas, that's going to be that's not going to be an easy game for the winner of UCLA, uh, Gonzaga. So I'm not as stoked about that as when I put it in before the tournament. I got plus three thirty on UCLA to win the region. Um, uh, full transparency as it is, Parley Kid. I also took Kansas at plus 330. I'm like, oh, one of these two is winning it. Right now, Kansas right. does not look good for that regional uh, victory. But UCLA plus 210. I'm going to stick with it. Uh, that's my pick. Parley Kid, you're sticking with it too? Yeah, well, I had UCLA going all the way, so I have to stick with UCLA here. Mm -hmm. uh, I do worry about the grind of this game against the Zags. I wonder uh, emotionally that the winner comes out of this game like emotionally spent and having to turn around and play back on Saturday so quickly, uh, if that will be a factor, but maybe not. I mean, it's any, anybody that's winning right now, 
Uh, you got to think that it's all they're going to be running on adrenaline for the next uh, few weeks as they keep winning. But that did cross my mind. I think UCLA uh, right now they get by the Zags. They they should be the team to advance. Sal, so I like them to get by the Zags. I'd like them to go very far in this tournament. So let's uh, stay with UCLA at uh, pretty good value still here. They'll have fans in Vegas too. Um, um, if it gets to that, right. More, more so than UConn. This I is think, true. Uh, if it, or Arkansas. All right. Uh, brother Bry going right against us there. Yeah. Well, I have to, I mean, I picked the Zags getting the the two mm-hmm. points of that other game, but Zags were the team I took um, to win the tournament when mm. we gave this out originally. Uh, so I'm, I'm sticking with that. It's plus two twenty five. you know, uh, you know, I'm worried about those numbers a little bit here. Plus 225 doesn't seem doesn't seem so great. I wonder if you're better off. What do you think? You're better off taking the plus 225 or taking them to win this game is about plus 115. I'm trying to think. I guess they'll well, be, I guess they're going to be favorites. I, the winner of this game, I guess, is the favorite automatically in the next game by four yeah. points, right? By four. Oh, I don't know. You don't Over th- UConn? You don't well, if UConn and Kansas were both uh, essentially the same favorite over Arkansas, I don't know how it'll be. I think it'll be like, it'll be small, I feel like it's still like a two. three. Uh, you think? Uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I, maybe right. Maybe three yeah, or but less. I guess, 225, but, uh, I guess 225 is right. I was just trying to think if that yeah. if you could get better value but taking the games, but uh, maybe not. But I, I do think, you know, again, the Zags just a – a veteran team. Maybe this is finally the time, uh, you know, mm-hmm. when we're, you know, we used to always overrate them a little bit. Maybe we're underrating the Zags so far. Maybe, you know, I, I think TCU is a tough team. So the fact that they played so well in the second half against them, I think um, I, I, I still like them to win this region. How did we not on Monday talk about that uh, uh, as bad a beat as you could get uh, yeah. the TCU cover well, with the kid, the kid rolling that, yeah, it down the floor. Parlay kid, he could have, they, they, they could have, they, uh, so they're up seven. The Zags are laying what? Five and a half, five, four and a half. Doesn't matter. Uh, there's 0.7 left. First of all, to foul with 0.7 left down seven is an yeah. atrocity. But then they, yes. they roll the ball in. Now, usually you could roll it about 20 feet before a defender steps up and forces the guy yes. to pick it up. But this could have rolled. This could have rolled out of the arena. They didn't give a crap, yes. Gonzaga. Yep. And uh, so the kid picks it up right before the three-point line, gathers and shoots, which some <laughs> say, I don't know, maybe that's a little longer than point seven. nails it, and you hear a collective, oh, from the crowd. I know. Obviously, it didn't matter towards the game, but they win by four. And uh, what a cover <laughs> by TCU, Parley kid. They almost should have Yeah, we didn't really that. talk yeah. about that, but that was devastating <laughs> for some people. Not me, thank goodness, but yeah. – uh, that's definitely a terrible beat or total opposite. The greatest one you could have ever had. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. By the way, that people were like, oh, buzzer beater, you lose. I'm like, no, it has to affect the outcome of the game. Uh, people just really <laughs> Joel, want me to wait, lose Joel, that buzzer Joel beater. Joel said that? Bet. Joel said that? Yeah, I think Joel did. Yeah, Joel was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> mistaken about it. Uh, all right. Let's uh, – oh, Harry, and you have UConn. Yeah, I'm going to take UConn at plus 210 again. Sonogo is a guy who can dominate the inside and dominate a game like he did against St. Mary's over the weekend. Uh, the birthday boy mentioned too, I think Zags and UCLA high octane offense type of game. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they beat each other up a bit. Maybe the winner doesn't have a lot to give in the championship mm-hmm. game against a physical UConn team. We'll take what UConn. Listen, by the way, Sal, we we're in Vegas last yeah. week. Boy, we should be in Vegas again this week. These are, Two tremendous matchups. Be a lot of right. fun to go into those know. games this weekend. Yeah. All right, you can go back. I ran out of $10 bill. Believe me, I'd be there every day if we could. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. 
Uh, the East Regional, I'm going to go with Kansas State plus 350. It was actually a little higher as of yesterday, but plus 350. And I'm banking on a little bit of an upset in the Tennessee FAU game, as I talked about. If that happens and K-State events, I'm sitting pretty with K-State plus 350 in a game they're going to be favored in. Theoretically, I could hedge. Of course, I never, ever will. But anyway, a lot has to happen. Again, I get big story with Coach Tang predicted to finish 10th in the Big 12. He's all the way this far. I think they win again. The only thing I worry about, Harry, Noel and Keontae Johnson, either one getting in foul trouble early because they really are a two-man show. They scored yeah. 75 of the team's 152 points so far. So, But it's a, it's a show I'm backing at plus 350. That's my pick. Parley Kid, you like him also. Yeah, I have Kansas State going to the Final Four, Sal, so uh, I'm definitely riding with them. I actually, uh, no matter who they play in the next round, I like their next round matchup better than I do this yes. round. So right. I think you get by this one. Uh, I feel very good about uh, this call right now. Uh, mm-hmm. and I do think they get by this one, but this to me right here against the uh, Tom Izzo uh, Spartans is, uh, might present a more difficult matchup for them. After that, it could be uh, smooth sailing for them. So, yeah. so K-State... Uh, fun team. I'm, I'm kind of on them too right now. I'd love to see them keep winning. All right. Harry, you're going with Tom Izzo, one of the many coaches you don't think is any good, but you're backing him. You have to back some. Everyone has a coach, so I guess you have yeah, to go with well, one no, team. I think yeah. Izzo is an excellent coach. Uh, huh? three, three to one. I think Michigan State should be a little higher, though, hmm. but uh, he still gets the best out of uh, what he has for his team year in, year out, makes opponents play his way, his style. Spartans are also playing, you know, with heavy hearts uh, with what happened on the MSU campus uh, in, East, uh, in, in, in Michigan a month ago. Tyson Walker and Joey Hauser averaging 14 plus a game. Darren mentioned got a lot of guys from, uh, you know, the uh, New York area. Tyson Walker from Westbury, yep. Long Island. Um, I just you think, think he doesn't terror- know that, Harry? You think he doesn't know that? that? I don't know. But K State also kind of new, uh, new territory for them being in this uh, situation. And take a shot with Michigan State. All right. Now, Brian, I was looking at if you go game by game with your pick, yeah, Florida this, Atlantic. Yeah. yeah the, but if, if they win, they might not. Uh, yeah. No, so yeah, I, I think the odds makers would be like, okay, this is a, this is a for real team. Well, we have to, I, uh, you're right. I think that's number. right. I think you're banking on that, right? FA, but FAU plus yeah. 420. I mean, I do like them to win this region. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I. But to my point before, I would buy, I would pay this uh, I would play this on a game by game basis because they're plus one ninety five, right? Mm-hmm. So that means mm-hmm. even if they were even the next game, you're better off taking that, right? Because that gets you right. closer closer to five to one. Um, yeah. So if they're if they're a plus one twenty, it's significantly better, you know. So um, I would play this a game by game basis. But again, FAU, I this this team's fun to watch, and you know what. I've said this before the tournament started, like something was going to be a mess here. One of these mm-hmm. regions was going to be a mess. I mean, this, this was the one we, you know, we thought could be a little bit out of whack with, with Purdue here. Um, but yeah. at, uh, in this region, I really think anything can happen here. So I, I do like this, you know, it's FAU team 33 and three on the season. Um, I can mm-hmm. easily see this being a really weird final four. Uh, uh, um, listen, we said East yeah. and West was going to be the toughest. I think we all agreed. Now, to, for Friday's games, when we do this Thursday night, we're going to have surefire winners. This is gonna, not going to be even close. We'll, but bang, <laughs> we'll give them out. No no worry at all. Speaking of value in bets, I uh, we talked about it the other day. Might have even talked about it last week. And then I went on Tate Frazier. Uh, I said Quinterly. 
uh, for Alabama for most outstanding player. Really good odds, really good value. I, I think they pass on Brandon Miller, who's the obvious favorite at plus 370. But now I'm looking at Quinterly, and he's moved to 20 to 1. When we gave it out, it was 34 to 1. So Javon Quinterly at uh, 20 to 1. Mm-hmm. He was the SEC tournament champ, uh, or sorry, MVP nice. two years ago. So let's stick with that. I would also add did we talk about Hawkes and Timmy for most outstanding? 12 to 1 and 16 to 1 is pretty good for yeah. um either of them getting that mm-hmm. far. So lots of fun, lots of fun. There we go. And uh, so Parley kid, that was your birthday in a nutshell. Uh, we want to thank over now. Set. Dr. Morris. That's it. We have Dr. Morris come on every year to uh, play, uh, play a little tune. Happy birthday to <laughs> Should He is. Wow. He's a legend. He is the a real deal. legend. That guy. Yeah. The real deal. Real deal. Well, Parley thank- kid, you told us you had to see the doctor and we brought the doctor to you. So that's congratulations. right. Mm-hmm. You're good. That's your point. Uh, amazing. You Man, thank you guys. Up. Thank you. You, you got <laughs> it. it. Awesome. Happy birthday to the parlay kid. We will be racing to 10 Thursday night. We'll do it on Twitter. We have UCLA slight favorite, right? There'll be what Brian pot minus minus one twenty over. Um, yeah, I think over so. Gonzaga. Yep. Just to 10. Then you could uh, tune out. You don't have to watch the rest of the game, but you should, it's going to be a good one. And that'll do it for another episode of against all odds for Mikey meatballs for Babyface Joel Solomon, for Dr. Willie Morris and the Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.